Dear students, wherever you go, whatever you do, knowledge is right here for you. AP State Council of Higher Education created podcasts for easy and quick access to innovative learning. They aim to reinforce fundamental concepts. These engrossing podcasts will enable independent learning and enrich your knowledge and skills. Come, listen, learn and lead the world. Hello listeners, this is Dr. Dhanasri, Assistant Professor of Biochemistry from KVR Government College, Karnul. In this topic, we are going to discuss on the structure of nucleic acids. Before entering into the main topic, I would like to give some important information regarding that. Many people believe that American biologist James Watson and Crick discovered DNA in the 90s 50s. In reality, this is not the case. Rather, DNA was first identified in late 1860s by Swiss chemist Frederick Mischer. Then, in the decades following Mischer's discovery, other scientists, notably Phoebus Levene and Erlin Chargoffs, carried out a series of research efforts that revealed additional details about the DNA molecule including its primary chemical components and the ways in which they joined with one another. Without the scientific foundation provided by these pioneers, Watson and Crick may never have reached their groundbreaking conclusion of 1953 DNA structure that the DNA molecule exists in the form of three-dimensional double helix. Before learning about nucleic acid structure, let us have an idea about nucleic acids. Nucleic acid is a macromolecule with acidic property and it was isolated from the nucleus of the cell and hence it is called as nucleic acid and this nucleic acid is made up of carbon hydrogen oxygen nitrogen and phosphorus the nucleic acid was first isolated in the year 1868 by mixture from the nuclei of the pus cells on hospital bandages he called it nuclein then altman in the year 1889 gave the name nucleic acid the nucleic acids are found in all organisms such as plants animals bacteria and viruses they are found in the nucleus as well as in the cytoplasm of certain cell organelles like mitochondria and chloroplast. Nucleic acid molecule is a long chain polymer. It is a macromolecule. It is composed of monomeric units called nucleotides. 
nucleotides are the building blocks of nucleic acids each nucleotide consists of a nucleoside and a phosphate group each nucleoside again consisting of a pentose sugar and a nitrogen base the sugar present in this nucleotide is ribose in the case of rna and deoxyribose in the case of dna the nitrogenous bases present in nucleotide are of two types namely purines and pyrimidines there are two main types of purine bases adenine and guanine similarly there are three main types of pyrimidine bases in the nucleic acids they are cytosine thymine and uracil cytosine and thymine are commonly found in dna whereas cytosine and uracil are found in rna what is nucleoside nucleosides is a combi- combination of a ni- sugar molecule with a nitrogenous base so a base combined with a sugar molecule is called a nucleoside in dna four different types of nucleosides are present they are adenosine guanosine cytidine and thymidine in case of rna deoxyribose sugar is pre- uh, present in the the place of ribose and the base thymine is replaced by uracil so the main differences between the rna and dna can be seen in case of sugar where deoxyribose is present in uh, dna whereas ribose sugar is present in rna and the second difference is in dna we can see the pyrimidine thymine whereas in case of rna it is replaced by another pyrimidine uracil then nucleotides a nucleotide is derived from a nucleoside by the addition of a molecule of phosphoric acid so the nucleotide is the combination of nitrogenous base ribose sugar and a phosphate group the ribose sugar and nitrogenous base togetherly called nucleoside the ribose sugar nitrogenous base and phosphate group togetherly called nucleotide the main difference between a nucleotide and a nucleoside is the phosphate group dna contains four different types of nucleotides they are adenylate or adenylic acid guanylate or guanylic acid cytidylic acid and thymidylic acid the rna contains uridylic acid instead of thymidylic acid so the nucleotide is consisting of three components nitrogenous base ribose sugar and phosphate group whereas a nucleoside is consisting only two groups two parts that is nitrogenous base and ribose sugar polynucleotide what is polynucleotide a number of nucleotide units linked with each another molecules to form a polynucleotide chain or nucleic acid so as we said the nucleotides are the building blocks of the polymer nucleic acids so these nucleotides 
linked with each other with the specific bonds called as for diester linkages and they form a polymeric chain polynucleotide chain called as polynucleotide chain or nucleic acid the nucleic acids are broadly classified into two main types based upon the sugar present in them they are deoxyribonucleic acid which is known as familiarly dna dna means deoxyribonucleic acids and the another molecule ribonucleic acid ribonucleic acid rna the ribonucleic acids is further divided into different types majorly the main three types have been found uh, and they can be studied uh, messenger rna transfer rna and ribosomal rna in addition to these types of rnas some other rnas are also there but we focus on these three types of rnas as they play vital role in the cell DNA plays an important role in all biosynthetic and hereditary functions of all living organisms. If you see the functions of DNA, the DNA acts as the carrier of genetic information from one generation to the another generations. The DNA is very stable macromolecule in almost all living organisms and it is immortal. The DNA controls all developmental processes of an organisms and all life activities. The DNA involves in the synthesis of RNAs. DNA is the molecule which is main responsible for the protein synthesis. So these are the main functions of DNA. The biological significances of these nucleic acids or the nucleotides will be they are acting as genetic material that means DNA functions as the genetic material they transmit hereditary characters from parents to offsprings they store genetic information in the form of nucleotide sequence and the information required for the protein synthesis and the information will be passed from one generation to the another generations and these nucleotides are acting as sources of energy that means nucleotides functions as the sources of high energy like ATP adenosine triphosphate uridine triphosphate and cytidine triphosphate utp ctp so atp utp ctp gtp these are all acting as the sources of high energy and the atp is also involved in oxidative phosphorylation and these nucleotides are also involving as coenzymes certain nucleotides functions as coenzymes 
லைக் கோஏ எஃப்எம்என் எஃப்ஏடி எஃப்ஏடி அண்ட் எஃப்எம்என் ஆர் த கோஎன்ஜான்ஸ் விச் வில் பி இன்வால்விங் இன் டிஹைட்ரோஜினேஷன் ரியாக்ஷன்ஸ் மோஸ்ட் ஸ்பெசிஃபிக்கலி தே ஆர் இன்வால்விங் இன் த ஆக்சிடேட்டிவ் டிஆம்னேஷன் ரியாக்ஷன்ஸ் தென் த நியூக்ளியோடைஸ் ஆர் ஆல்சோ ஆக்டிங் ஆஸ் இன் த ஃபங்க்ஷன்ஸ் ஆஃப் வைட்டமின்ஸ் ஸோ சட்டை நியூக்ளியோடைஸ் ஃபங்க்ஷன்ஸ் ஆஸ் வைட்டமின்ஸ் எக்ஸாம்பிள் எஃப்எம்என் எஃப்ஏடி அண்ட் என்ஏடி so these are the some important biological functions of nucleotides so the nucleotides which are the building blocks of nucleic acids and these are the monomeric units present in nucleic acids According to Watson and Crick structure, DNA is a double-stranded helix with the two strands connected by hydrogen bonds. Bases are always paired in such a way that adenine pairs with thymine by two hydrogen bonds and cytosine always pairs with guanine by three hydrogen bonds which is consistent with and accounts for Chargaff's rule. So according to Chargaff's rule, the number of purines will be always equal to number of pyramidines in one dna the most dna double helices are right handed that is if you were to hold your right hand out with your thumb pointed up and your fingers curled around your thumb your thumb would represent the axis of the helix and your fingers would represent the sugar phosphate backbone only one of the dna called zdna is left handed the dna double helix is anti parallel which means that the 5 prime end of one strand is parallel with the 3 prime end of its complementary strand and not only are the dna bases pairs connected via hydrogen bonding but the outer edges of the nitrogen containing bases are exposed and available for potential hydrogen bonding as well these hydrogen bonds provide easy access to the dna for another molecules including the proteins that play vital role in the replication and expression of dna DNA deoxyribonucleic acid is meant for heredity that means it stores the genetic information to pass on for the next generations and this genetic information is very much essential for the synthesis of proteins DNA present in all cells except plant viruses in eukaryotic cells the DNA present in the nucleus in addition to nucleus the mitochondria and the plastids also contains dna in eukaryotic nucleus the dna can be seen in the form of double helical structure and in bacteria mitochondria and plastids the dna 
found in the form of circular DNA and in viruses and bacteriophages the DNA will be found in the form of coiled structure. The number of DNA molecules in eukaryotic cells corresponds to the number of chromosomes per cell. DNA, the deoxyribonucleic acid, is the deoxyribonucleotide. Each deoxyribonucleotide consisting three chemical components, namely sugar, that means deoxyribosugar, phosphoric acid, and nitrogenous base. The sugar present in the DNA is called as deoxyribose. Why? Because this ribosugar lacks oxygen at its 2 prime position so at second carbon in the ribosugar instead of OH group it consisting only hydrogen that's why this ribosugar is called as deoxyribosugar and this sugar is a pento sugar which is made up of 5 carbons C5H10O4 and this ribosugar at its second prime position do not consisting oxygen in case of deoxyribose. Then phosphate group or phosphoric acid. The phosphoric acid links consecutive nucleotides by joining their pentosugars with the phosphodiester bond. So during the formation of polymeric chain, the polynucleotide chain, each nucleotide should be attached with the adjacent nucleotide. During this attachment, the phosphodiester linkages will be forming. These linkages, the bond links between the carbon 5 in one nucleotide and with the carbon 3 in the next nucleotide. The third component, nitrogenous base. The nitrogenous bases are the compounds containing nitrogens they are of two types namely purines and pyrimidines the purines are the double ring components they are two types of purines in nucleic acids adenine and guanine the pyrimidines are the single ring components which consisting six membered ring and there are two types of pyrimidines in dna they are thymine and cytosine. Watson and Crick model of DNA. Watson and Crick in the year 1953 designed the structure of DNA which is called Watson and Crick model of DNA and they were awarded with Nobel Prize for this work in the year 1962. According to Watson and Crick, DNA is in the form of double helix and this is a macromolecule which is made up of two polynucleotide chain. Each polynucleotide chain is made up of the many small units, monomeric units called deoxyribonucleotide. Each deoxyribonucleotide is made up of 
three chemical components namely phosphoric acid a deoxyribose sugar and a nitrogenous base and these deoxyribonucleotide units are linked by 3 prime to 5 prime phosphodiester linkages to form the long polynucleotide chains and then nucleotides of dna according to the type of nitrogenous bases there are four types amp gmp tmp and cmp and in each nucleotide the deoxyribose sugar is attached to the phosphoric acid at one end and a nitrogenous base at the another end the phosphoric acid molecule is linked to the sugar the nitrogenous base molecule is joined to the sugar by glycosidic linkages and this form this bond is formed between sugar and nitrogenous base many nucleotides are linked together to form polynucleotide chains the two nucleotides are joined by a specific bond phosphodiester linkage and this bond is formed between the sugar of one nucleotide and the phosphate component of the another nucleotide specifically on the sugar at 3 prime hydroxyl group of one nucleotide involves with the formation of phosphodiester bond with 5 prime phosphate of the adjacent nucleotide so to form a phosphodiester bond between two nucleotides a 3 prime hydroxyl group of one nucleotide and the 5 prime phosphate group of another nucleotide should be involved these polynucleotide chains will be having two ends the one end is called as 3 prime end where the third carbon of the sugar is free which is not linked to any other nucleotide at the other hand the fifth carbon of the sugar is free and that end is called as 5 prime end so each polynucleotide chain will be consisting two ends one 3 prime end and another 3 prime another one is 5 prime end the 3 prime end of one chain lies close to the 5 prime end of the another chain and in reverse direction the two chains will be running hence the two strands of the dna are called anti parallel one chain is upside down to the another chain the dna consisting of two polynucleotide chains twisted around with another in a right handed double helix according to watson crick model the dna is a double helical structure and these double helix are twisted in right handed so it is right handed double helix the bases are located perpendicular to the helix axis whereas the sugars are nearly at the right angles to the axis and the bases 
will be present in the form of base pairs and they follow the base pairing rule according to watson and crick model of dna the base pairing will be following a particular rule what is that base pairing rule means the two strands always complementary to each other so the adenine of one strand will pair with thymine of the opposite strand while guanine will always pairs with cytosine the base pairing a with t g with c is called chargaff's rule which states that the number of purines is equal to the number of pyrimidines the number of adenine will be equal to the number of thymine the number of guanine will be equal to the number of cytosine and during this base pairing the adenine always pairs with the thymine of opposite strand by two hydrogen bonds whereas the guanine of one strand always pairs with cytosine of opposite strand by three hydrogen bonds so hydrogen bonding will be seen between the two strands the dna strands are held together by hydrogen bonds between purines and pyrimidine bases there are two hydrogen bonds between a and t whereas three hydrogen bonds between c and g the gc bond is therefore stronger than a t bond why because in between a t only two hydrogen bonds can be seen whereas in between g and c three hydrogen bonds can be seen the spatial alignment of the double helix allows only purine to pyrimidine base pairing a t and g c base pairs have almost the same shapes a mispairing will be disturb the stable double helical structure the another feature of the watson and crick model of dna is anti parallel nature the two strands in the dna molecule run anti parallel which means that one strand runs in the 5 prime to 3 prime direction whereas another strand runs in 3 prime to 5 prime direction the two strands are anti parallel to each other and in the dna each strand acts as a template for the synthesis of opposite strand during replication process the spiral has a pitch of 3.4 nanometers per turn within a single turn 10 base pairs are seen thus adjacent bases are separated by 0.34 nanometers a complete turn consisting of 10 base pairs with the length of 3.4 nanometers per each turn so a turn will be having 10 base pairs with 3.4 nanometers length that means each nucleotide base pair occupying 0.34 nanometers the diameter or the width of the double helical structure will be 2.0 nanometers that means 2 nanometers or 20 angstroms a major groove and minor groove along the molecules will be seen parallel to the phosphodiester backbone in the grooves proteins interact with the exposed bases 
The stacking of the base space stabilized the double helix by the hydrophobic effects and the conformation of the ring systems. So these are the main salient features of the Watson Crick base space. The Watson Crick structure explains that the DNA is anti-parallel. It is made up of two polynucleotide chains with a double helical structure and the two polynucleotide chains are coiled around each other to form double helix. The two strands run in anti-parallel, one strand in 5' prime to 3' prime direction and another in 3' prime to 5' prime direction. The width of the DNA helix will be 20 angstroms or 2 nanometers. The DNA helix will be having two grooves, major grooves and minor grooves. The distance between the two adjacent nucleotides will be 3.4 angstroms and the DNA forms turns while twisting. Each turn takes 34 angstroms and in each turn 10 base pairs can be seen. And the main very important point here to be noted is the type of DNA which was explained by the Watson Crick is the B DNA. So there are different types of the DNA can be seen. Among that the Watson and Crick explained DNA comes as B DNA. So what are the other types of the DNA can be seen means A DNA, Z DNA. B DNA is the DNA which was explained by Watson Crick and what will be the main differences between these DNAs means the A DNA is also double helical DNA which is having 10 base pairs per turn. What we have seen in B DNA, Watson Crick DNA 10 base pairs per turn whereas in case of A DNA it can be seen 11 base pairs per turn and the A DNA is also right handed helix. And in case of ZDNA, it is a left-handed double helix which is having 12 base space per turn. So these are the some different types of DNAs can, uh, which differs with respect to the number of base space per turn. On the basis of the uh, shape, the DNA may be circular DNA or supercoiled DNA or relaxed DNA can also be seen. So this is about the structure of nucleic acid let's brief the complete topic so in this topic we have discussed about nucleic acids and the building blocks of nucleic acids nucleotides and the structure of nucleic acids so the structure was given by Watson and Crick according to Watson and Crick the DNA is a double helical structure made up of two polynucleotide chains each chain is made up of the monomeric units nucleotides deoxyribonucleotides and we have discussed the very important features of this Watson and Crick model DNA hope you understand the topic well I thank CCE the commissioner of collegiate education and 
Atsuki for giving me this opportunity to share my topic with all of you. Thank you, one and all.